Black Out Loud Media Group. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, the place where poetry meets conversation. I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore. And before we get into today's topic, make sure you hit that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Also, please subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. And if you find any value in this episode or any other episodes, make sure you leave a heartfelt review. So with that being said, let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Back with another episode. I hope that you all are doing well. I know it's been a while since episode one, but I've been busy doing some things. Um, You know, I have the uh, passive remote podcast with Charlie. I have um, the Black Smoke Barbecue podcast. So there have been some new episodes on those two podcasts, but I've really been busy trying to finish up this book. Uh, I've gotten the proofs back. There were some errors, some things that need to be corrected. So those things were corrected. And I'm trying something different now with my publishing. I'm using a different platform. So the proof for that, uh, by the time this episode airs, I would have already received that proof. And looks like I'm on target. Looks like I'm on target to get the book out uh, next month. I was shooting for October 5th. It might still be a go for that, but it just depends on when I get these books in and take a look at them, make sure they're good. Uh, It will be available on Amazon, but you can pre-order now. So make sure you hit my website, the brown sugar cafe dot blog, go to the shop, order your copy. It's only $15 right now, plus shipping and handling. Once the book comes out, it will be more. This $15 price is just a thank you for those of you who are going to pre-order. So please, please, please get your copy. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you all again for those of you who supported me in my author journey with my first two books and now this third book. Uh, If you haven't gotten the first two, please, you can check out my website. Those two books are available there. Uh, If you must, I prefer you not to. But if you like Amazon, you can go to Amazon and get you a copy there. But when it comes to supporting authors, it's really better to get them from our websites. So please check that out. And thank you again for everybody who's been supporting Special shout out to my wife for uh, believing in me and encouraging me and sticking with me through this process. And thank you for encouraging me. Um, This has been a long writing process. So thank you for encouraging me to go along with my ideas. And um, man, just can't wait to you all get to see this book. And it was such a wonderful feeling to actually feel the proof. For those of you who don't know what proofs are, it's just like a copy of the book. It's an unofficial copy. There's a sticker across it that says uh, not for resale. It doesn't have a barcode or anything like that, but it's something it's, it's a tangible copy of the book that you can flip through. Make sure it looks like you want. But when I got that and finally got it in my hands, it was it was such a wonderful feeling. And each time I completed a book and I, I get the proof copy in my hands, it's like, wow, it's really coming to life. And um, I'm just really excited about this book. I hope you all enjoy it, too. And today, just wanted to do something uh, different. I don't think I've ever done this on this podcast before, but I want to give you five tips for the third quarter, which are the last three months of the year. I want everybody to close out the year strong. I'm planning on closing out the year strong. So I want to give you five tips to doing this. And I didn't want to wait until October actually got here 
because I'm a firm believer that if we're starting goals on a certain date that we should actually prepare before that date gets here or even start before. So five tips that I think will help. First off, celebrating all of your wins. I know we make a big deal about celebrating the small wins, but sometimes what I've found is that we humble ourselves to the point that we don't celebrate the big wins. We get so accustomed to just celebrating the small wins that when the big things happen, we feel almost like we're bragging. That's a win you need to celebrate. There's a way to celebrate your wins. We're not actually bragging. And if you're bragging, bragging is not necessarily a bad thing. You need to celebrate all of your wins. You need to be proud of yourself. Everything that we do, every win that we have is something to be proud of. We've all hit times in our lives where we've gone through things and had situations that we weren't necessarily proud of. And so celebrate all of your wins. If just getting out of the bed this morning was a win for you, celebrate that. And number two, we need to start showing up for ourselves more than we show up for everybody else. It's a lot of us, myself included, that we show up for a lot of people. We try to make sure everybody's good. We're promoting other people. We're telling other people about someone else's whatever. But I want us to start showing up for ourselves more. If you follow me on any of my platforms, especially if you view my stories, you know that I'm constantly sharing other people's posts, things other people are doing. Even outside of social media, I'm always letting people know about different podcasts, um, especially if somebody has a question somewhere, I'm letting people know. And that's not always reciprocated, which is cool because I don't do it just to have people do the same thing for me in return. But I'll say this, it's time for me to start showing up for myself more than I've been showing up for other people because in the last couple of weeks, couple of months, I've barely been talking about my book. I've barely been sharing posts about my book. Um, even in my stories. But like I said before, if you're following me on any platform, I'm resharing people's stuff. I haven't even really been resharing my own stuff. Now, if I want to close out 2023 better than I did the rest of the year, I need to start showing up for myself more. If you want to close out 2023 better than you've been doing the rest of the year, you need to show up for yourself more. Number three, invest in yourself. Make time for your goals. We always highlight investing yourself by spending money as far as taking a course. Um, I did that recently. I invested in myself when it came to um, learning more about the self-publishing process. I've been through it twice before, so it's a lot that I knew. But when I took this course, it was a lot that I didn't know. So that helped me approach this book from a different angle. I realized that if I wanted to do this book differently, I couldn't do the same things that I did with the first two books. I even sought somebody to do the interior layout. The first two books, I did the interior layout myself. I had an idea, I had a concept for how I wanted the book to look on the inside. So I reached out to someone to do my layout. Could I have learned to do it myself? Yeah. Would my book be coming out next month? No. It probably would have taken me months to get this down packed and get it done how I wanted it to be done. So I invested in myself and I found somebody to do my layout, paid for them to do the layout. 
even though I did the book cover myself, there was another element that I wanted. I reached out, got me an artist to add another element to my cover, did the cover for me. But it doesn't always take money to invest in yourself. There are a lot of free things going on around us, whether it be in our communities or online. We just need to start searching for it. It would be an investment in working towards your goals if you were to put yourself in these places. Different events are going on where your community is. A lot of times we like to talk about how, you know, we aren't getting any traction or we aren't, or nobody's noticing whatever we're doing, but are you putting yourself in the places to be noticed? Not just social media, but you have to put yourself out there in different places because there, like I said before, there are events going on. And I never forget, I heard this advice about how when we do things, we're looking to go big, we're looking to go viral, but we forget about our community. Nobody knows us where we live, but we're expecting this big boom all over the world. And there's things we could do in our community, like go to certain events, networking events, um, anything dealing with your craft or your passion or your interests or your goals or things you want to achieve. Go to those places, contacting our local news, local newspaper, just different things like that. But we're so, so focused on everybody knowing who we are when starting small really does make a big difference. Hit the people in your area, get the people familiar with you in your area and then expand. I'm not saying that's the only way, but is that a part of our goal setting and a part of us reaching our goal that we overlook because our eyes are so wide open to everything else? Are we neglecting what's around us that can help us get to where we need to be? And number four is forgiving ourselves and allowing ourselves some grace. If you've made a mistake, it's okay. Forgive yourself, brush yourself off, and get back to it. It does us no good to punish ourselves for the mistakes we made and not allowing ourselves some grace. We only knew what we knew at that time with the information that we had at that time. So a lot of the mistakes we made were just things we couldn't avoid. And then we have to be okay with making mistakes, unfortunately, but we need to allow ourselves some grace and forgive ourselves and keep going. Sometimes we hold ourselves back because we're blaming ourselves for things that happen. You might have had goals and plans to reach by a certain age and now you've passed that age by 5, 10, 15, 20 years and you think it's too late. But it's not. As long as you're here, there's still time. So forgive yourself and get back to it. And then number five is kind of connected to the number four is learning from our mistakes. You made a mistake. Now, what lesson can you take from that mistake? What can you do to build from that mistake? I'm the type of person I remember when I was in school and if we had a quiz and I got answers wrong on that quiz, you better believe when the, that same question was on the test, I got it right because I didn't want to make the same mistakes. I thought I knew the answer and getting the quiz back to my surprise, I didn't know the answer. So instead of me just beating myself up and just letting that go, I made sure that I learned what the actual answer was so I could be prepared the next time. And so when the test came, I never got the same answer wrong twice. 
Also learning from our mistakes, we can make improvements. This takes me back to science class. Whenever we did like experiments or science fair projects or things like that, uh, whenever we started off, we had like a hypothesis of how the experiment would go. And if the experiment didn't go how we planned the first time, we would try different times until we actually got the outcome that we wanted. But each time we applied something we learned from the time before that and the time before that and the time before that. So what I'm saying is don't look at your mistakes as a roadblock. Look at it as a stepping stone, something to help you get to the next level. Because with a lot of things, we're going to have to make mistakes to get it right. We're going to have to make mistakes to learn how to do things the right way. So learn from your mistakes, embrace your mistakes, but don't let them control you in the way that they make you doubt yourself. Use your mistakes as motivation and as a way to improve and a way to get better. And so that's it. That's the five things I have. Hopefully these things will help you. Um, Of course, there are a lot more, but these are just five things I thought about recently. And so with a quick recap, the five things were celebrating all wins, not just the small wins or not just the big wins, showing up for yourself more than you show up for everyone else or just as much as you show up for everyone else. Um, You may need to just start there. Three is uh, investing in yourself and making time for your goals. Four is forgiving yourself and allowing yourself some grace. And five is learning from your mistakes. So hopefully, if not all five of these, at least one of these can help you go into the fourth quarter and close out the year better than you started off the year. Even if you had a great first three quarters, that's cool, but we can always elevate. We can always excel. Um, So, you know, matter of fact, that'll be number six. Don't get so happy and complacent from where you are to where you're not willing to step it up and go to the next level. So that's a bonus for you. That's it. I hope I've said something to encourage you, to inspire you. Make sure you go to the description, um, the show notes, which is the description of the show or my blog, the the brownsugarcafe.blog and get your your pre-order copy of Pain is Not Our Only Paintbrush. Also, um, Be sure to connect with me on the other platforms and remember, keep pushing forward. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Terrence B. Elmore, and this is the place where poetry meets conversation. Hit that follow button and turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode. Check out my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Also connect with me on Instagram at thebrownsugarcafe. Hope you enjoyed this episode and as always remember, keep pushing forward.